first of all, um, I, I did a little bit of a checking round the web, and this, this is a real woman, the woman at the centre of it, Annalisa Coleman, and, some, and I don't want to give anything away because some of the story is true and some of it is a wonderful um, extension of the story. But are the other characters com com completely invented or are there any of them real apart from that guard? It's based on real people. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, some is uh, more... And it's, of course, uh, I think, like a fictional adaptation of the truth. So it's based on few characters and it's kind of not, you know, not just one and kind of, you know, mixture of the two. Yeah, but there was this love story. So there was the Jewish prisoner. She wasn't a ballet dancer, but it was kind of, you know, based on her. Uh, yeah. Because if you look online, it just says she was accused of taking advantage of female prisoners. But as far as you know, there was something more than that. There was a love story within that. Yes. Mm. And and do yes. you... So in your mind, do you see... I mean, and the, actually the playwright's mind, really, the object of her affections, this beautiful young ballet dancer, do you see her as returning the affection? Or, or it's, you know, I was trying to work out... My husband asked, actually. He said, do you think, do you think she is just returning the affection in desperation? Or is it real or does it become real? And I said, I'm sure it would become real. So is that I your... I guess it's, uh, you know, it's hard to tell in mm. these circumstances, in this situation. You don't quite know if this would have happened in other times and other places, if this would, you know, if they mm. have this love affair. I don't, you know, it's hard yes. to tell. Who knows, yes. you know, how relationship exactly evolves. Yes. But, uh, and why. Yes, where and, life uh, takes you, isn't it, really? Yes. Mm. But I think there was, it, it wasn't just like a one-off, I, I think. That's what I understood again from the writer, uh, that it was like a, a relationship. Mm. So, uh, and there was a real woman, and uh, she was like a beautiful, striking uh, mm. kind of uh, film person. So, again, uh, that is based on reality. It's interesting that Jonathan Calderon, the writer, he's a man, and he has found this story, which, and mm -hmm. he has made a huge success of it in Israel, and now hopefully you are outside Israel. But I thought it was cleverly crafted that he'd found his ingredients, that he'd brought in different points of interest that he's he's made the young girl into a, a, a very famous ballet dancer she's from prague and so that's another interest isn't it i mean you know it's very specific you know that we think of the jewish community in prague you have a picture in your mind of how that might have been you know as a sort of um, cultured city so there are these different ingredients and then very cleverly again it's really quite hard because i don't want to give things away this idea of the two time periods and that would I would think chime with Israelis that he sets it during the, the Gulf War isn't it and there's yeah. a sort of lockdown in in Tel Aviv I mean if we think back we can remember people running to um, shelters and we couldn't believe it that people in Tel Aviv had to take shelter and so you've got this time period that these two people can connect this young journalist apparently and the now older dancer she's forced to take her in I don't think that's giving too much away because the sirens happened and so I in a way I was waiting for the all clear but uh, I'm not going to say what happened with that <laughs> but so I, I thought the construction was was nice like that yes yes mm. I think it does and it does kind of bring out lots of parallels 
uh, you know, with the gulf, gulf war and the kind of gas masks and uh, so many kind of, and the sirens that kind of goes in both times. And I think it's a very clever choice yes. of these specific time frames and, you know, kind of also time that Tel Aviv felt a bit like kind of unsafe and uh, a bit like going back to a war zone and uh, a, a very interesting, yeah, I think very interesting parallels. And the two cultures and how do they react to it? Uh, of course, the German is doing what she's told and the, yeah, so... and the Jewish is, uh, is kind of rebelling against it, you know, and she can. And so it's quite, yeah, a lot of things that come up yes. with this, this choice. Yes. So it's not just any modern times. It's not like, you know, set in 2017, it's set in 91, which is kind of, you know, makes it also quite historical, specific historical context for us. Israelis, you know, like completely, like you remember, you've been there. Exactly. That's what I thought was so clever. And anyway, he would have had to have worked out how old his dancer would be now, how old was she then? There are all these yeah. elements. Some of it is based on, there was a writer, a famous writer called Ruth Bondi, who died now recently, and she knew this. She, she kind of told him a little bit of the story. Mm. Uh, so she knew these characters, and she was like sort of a bit like Ida character. She was like a good friend of mm. the Jewish prisoner, and she knew the other, the German woman. So it was like really a kind of based on her memoirs, memories. Mm. And she died recently, so it's quite sad. So, you know, it's like, in a way, like continuing uh, with the story. But also, like, it told me, Jonathan, like her, she took off her number. So that's based on her thing, because she really didn't want to remember or be associated with kind of a survivor state of mind and so on. So for many, many years, she really kind of, you know, put it away and didn't talk about it and didn't mention anything. So I think only in recent years, she went back to kind of things that actually happened and mem mm. memories and so on. Yes. So that's what I understand from him. I, mean, I didn't, you know, I, of course, I don't know her personally or anything, but that's what kind of he told me. Mm. So that's that's a little bit about the background of the story. It's one of those timely things that he caught her at the right time. Sadly, that she, you know, he, it was the end. Yeah. But he's making, he's keeping her memory alive and her memories alive, which is very yeah. important. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That brings me, in a way, to the title, which is very clever, because obviously this will refer in a more literal way to perhaps to the tattoo but there's much more to it than that I mean that, that in the background in your mind there is that phrase sisters under the skin I think isn't there mm -hmm. so, yes so. yes and I think it's a metaphorical thing of course it's the literal thing <laughs> mm. uh, in this case uh, of the tattoos but also it's the metaphorical things and I think the theatrical thing is like a uh, also, the fact that the, the actress is going under the skin of the characters and kind of taking on two opposite characters uh, in, in, into the same, you know, through the same person, which is, I think, again, part of the convention that he creates, which is quite clever. Oh, you're always very good at anticipating my next question. I was going to say it's written that way so that there are three performers and they share... I mean, exactly, that yes. is written, and I mm. think that's uh, that's one of the things that attracted me to the play, is this thing because I think that's as a as a director you kind of you know it makes you curious, 
and of course immediately it's it's more theatrical mm. because you know it's not just naturalism you'll have to find ways to uh, to put it on and to find ways how to make it believable and so on and and uh, and just the idea of working with actresses on different and multi-rolling which is already mm. always interesting uh, but even more so because it's so opposite characters mm. so it's like really interesting like the one person needs to play the opposite of you know one against each other uh, so it's yeah that's really nice I think that really makes it work so um I think I perhaps we should have made it clear I don't think it's giving too much away that it's very artfully put in the program that Adi and Adi Lawyer is playing someone called Charlotte Broad, whereas Natasha Lansley, Natasha is playing someone called Lottie Rosner. But Lottie yes. and Charlotte is the same name, and Lottie Rosner is her maiden name, and Broad is her married name. And so the young ballet dancer of the camps is now this much older woman, is now the older woman in Tel Aviv during this air raid in the early 90s. But, yeah. you know, that is the cleverness of the play. And then there's this other layer, very important layer, um, which is that um, Adi gets to play Ilsa Coleman herself, this real woman that we were talking about, the camp guard. So she's the one who gets the total opposite. You yeah. know, and it's a, an extraordinary performance for her to be able to... It must have been fascinating for you in rehearsal, particularly for Adi and for Natasha, because they are both playing the same character at different stages in their life. So perhaps an insight into how they went about that would be interesting because that must have made them feel very close, playing the same person in different times. Yes, yes. So we tried to kind of physicalize work physically uh, in general on the characterization. So like, you know, for example, finding the centers of the characters and the gestures and the physicality. So even just externally finding few moments of parallels so we can see like for moments it's the same person. Mm. We didn't work like they need to mirror each other or to, because it's like also like two completely different parts of the same person. So almost like you want to kind of, she, she denies her past and she doesn't mm. want to kind of see herself as connected to the past. But then on the other hand, like moments of parallel that you could see, ah, okay, they have something similar there. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of part of how we worked on it. And of course, through discussion and kind of thinking of what's the specificness of each of this character. Like mm -hmm. say, what stays all along, mm -hmm. even if you bury it very deep, yeah. what is still there? Oh, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, so Natasha plays a girl in the 90s, Kirsten Eberhardt, and Lottie herself. And then the nice role for Vatel Israel, the other, the third actor. The narrator character, Ida, she's the controlling of the action in some mm. ways. Yeah, I mean, you said she's controlling the action, but there's a beautiful relationship between these two prisoners. This interesting soulmate, in a way, um, who yes, look out for each other. Yes, character mm. of, a, mm. of a, it's like another character. We thought mm. of it as another character mm. because, like, she has, we have, she has the character of the ghost. Yes, I yes, yeah, but I like that so much. She has the so character much. of either mm. the young. Yes, the ghost was very beautiful. Maybe. Yes, so it's a bit different. You can mm. see the characterization yes. even is yes. quite different. And then she changes into mm. the doctor. Mm. Uh, and also to the cabaret host. Well, she did enjoy doing that, you know. So she, um, 
you know, just to, again, it's not, not giving anything away. There's a sequence where um, Lottie gets to dance at one of those entertainments that we know, those infamous entertainments that got put on for Camp Commandant, who are obviously so cultured. Um, and she is a bit like the host in Cabaret, but much more shocking, much more shocking. But it's nice, it's great to see three women doing this, I must say. And you've come up with this wonderful convention, I suppose I would call it, of changing clothes to music. And of course, music's important to ballet. Um, and so it's almost like a balletic dance. But of course, you have to change clothes to change from one person to another. And it's elegantly done. And, and it's, it's beautiful to watch. But at the same time, it must be a transition for the actors as well to take the clothes yes. off, off the um, hat stands and so forth and to help to dress each other. And that's another thing, isn't it? When you help each other, it's part of sharing. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. So you don't hide the fact that it's performance mm. and you hide the fact that they change roles. The opposite, you want to expose it and you want to share it with the audience. Because I really think that's part of audience really fascinated by it. I think I am as an audience member. Like it's so nice mm. to see this transition of actors into characters and how it's done. And the transition sometimes is even more interesting than the final moment when they're actually in the other as a character. And so I think that's really and and it's so part of the of the play. It's part of how it's written. Yes, so it, it has, is. I thought it has to be part of how it's acted out as well. Now, did, don't did, hide it. did you actually see the play in Israel? Uh, no, no. I've seen video of it or, you know, or some of it at least. Mm. Yes. Was it very was, different? Um, I think it was different. I think it was very different. I mean, I guess that some of it would be similar. Uh, mm. The narrator character. So again, it's interesting that but I think we also had this idea that she's a little bit like the puppeteer. So I think that's that's like something that maybe also was used there. Um, but I think it was very different. Yeah. It was very different. I think that what we try to do is also make things very subtle. So it's kind of, you know, how to make and like the sexual relationship, it's not really mentioned in our production. It's not like mentioned as a sexual relationship. It's more like the, you know, the physical intimacy. Mm. Uh, and I think in the Israeli production, there was more kind of uh, physical kind of sexual contact. I don't know, not, not exactly, again, stylized, but I'm saying like the reference was more uh, mm. kind of... Uh, uh, going deeper again, there was temptation elements there. Uh, so I think just different uh, style, but I think we really try to, how do you do something in a symbolic way? Mm. So again, it's representation rather than the real thing. Yeah, well, I think that, for me, that really worked. Now, which, again, has Jonathan seen your production, Jonathan Calder on The Writer? Yes, he was in the first production when we did it the first time in a Women in War Festival in the summer in July. He came then. Uh, he saw uh, the first show, and then he, he gave us also some, I, some, you know, some notes, some uh, uh, corrections, some things that kind of, you know, he thought that should be there, that shouldn't be there. So, we, you know, it was great. It was really useful to have him there and to have his kind of insight. And so we kind of, you know, it helped to develop it. And I think by now it's really has developed much more. And it's nice that so we had like this chance to get it a little bit more detailed and to add, you know, we had a little bit of the music, but now it's much more mm. completed. 
uh, and so on. So yeah, that was great, uh, great help. So he didn't come to this one, but he was in the original time we did it. Yeah, so it's got a future for sure, and you've got performances coming up at the Brighton Festival, haven't you? So yes. yeah, in May. So in May, 16th, 17th of May yeah. at 7 o'clock. But what are your hopes, in two ways, what are your hopes for your production and what are you finding or hoping that audiences are taking away from it? Um, practically, I don't know in terms of if it would have more life. I don't know. But I think it was definitely, we, we felt after the summer that it's worth having more life than than that week you know mm. so i'm glad it came back now and now of course we'll see it of course these practicalities of putting on transferring producing that's mm. kind of a other theater wanting it it's always it's kind of complicated questions of how to do it but uh, but I, we felt that it's important story to tell to kind of uh, so it, it needs to be shared more it needs to be shared for more people to see it um, and it's again quite unique because there aren't that many stories. I don't think there are that many stories. Love stories between women in the war, and then love stories between you know Nazi and Jewish women. It's it's not very often that you see this type of stories. And again, all female. So again, it's it's putting really the female in the center. Only women. You know, really good roles for the three actresses. It's great for them. I think it's a great opportunity because, again, there aren't that many amazing kind of such good roles for women actresses. So in that sense, I'm glad it's getting more opportunity to be shared.